Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions Podcast Post Game Show. Hey, hi, ho, Lions fans! Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode five hundred and seven. The New Orleans Saints Post Game Show this is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am the dashing of dashing hosts, dashingest of dashing hosts, Chris, and with me is my good friend and also dashing co-host, Hoift Beard Ash, the man Thompson. How you doing, brother? Not too bad, man. How about you? Good, it's, good. Uh, it's a beautiful day. You Lions feel, win. Yeah. You feeling the Florida yet? Aren't you down here? You feeling the Florida man what vibe? Yeah. yeah I'm uh, <laughs> feeling the vibe. My wife's driving back from the Keys as we speak with a uh, key lime pie. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're still new. You're still a little touristy. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. Don't get me wrong. I would She's also come back years, with the key, man. I would come back with a key lime pie as well because they're freaking awesome. Yep. All right, let's see. We got a big show today. Uh, a Lions victory, nine and three. Detroit Lions. Um, mm-hmm. That's a good record. It's a really good record. This is a little bit of a Very nervous, nervous, nervousy game, but it, at least it came out the right, the right side. And uh, we'll talk about: is it a get right game, or is there still more getting to get? Uh, we'll also uh, cover Coach Campbell's post game presser. We'll do a roundtable discussion. Take your calls and a whole lot more. We got a great show lined up, Mister Ash, sir. Are you ready to go? Let's get it on. Let's kick this off and break it down. I debated how long I was going to make you hold that, but <laughs> it just. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was done either way. So, What is my voice doing Ooh. there? It's got this weird flicker going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, the, the, the vocal fry. Your vocal fry, um, Greg Olson, and uh, he—I he, love his commercial, the the Bradshaw commercial. I, I laugh every time, <laughs> even though I've seen it a bunch. Um, we got the Eagles and Niners game on in the background. I'm going to ask you really quick about that one, as that one goes, and we'll keep tuned in on that. Who do we want to win? On one hand, you not you take second place if San Fran loses. Yep. If if the Eagles lose, then you're closer, but you're in third place. Well, I think we're going to lose more games than the Eagles this year. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Just that's that's my take on it. So I want them to beat San Francisco because we might not lose more games than the 49ers this year. Yeah, I think that's and that second seed well. means you don't play the Eagles until the NFC championship game, which means that they might have to beat the 49ers. It's there's a whole thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, we got a good record, but they're not playing like a nine win team. They're playing exactly like a nine win team. Yeah. They <laughs> like won nine, nine games. Yeah. That's how this works. <laughs> Parcells, like, you are okay. what your record says you are. That is exactly what you are. Guy was saying, Jerry Jacobs is not an NFL cornerback. And I'm like, Thing that, well, I see him on my TV and he's in a uniform. I mean, I've, he's he used to be there. playing in the National Football League, from what I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, it, it just blows my mind. It's like people think that all of these other teams are just doing nothing but winning by 25 points every week. You know, like there, there, there's a reason the line was set at four points today. Like, Lions covered the spread. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Vegas thought they were going to do. Yeah. Which according to, uh, I forget what betting site it was, but 90% of fans had bet on the Lions. So that's not good for them. Here we go. (laughs) Manti Barlow. You guys didn't say that about the Vikings record last year. No, because those were 50-50 games by less than one point. Those were all over the place. This was, this was a, how many point win was this? This was a a very, eight point. What was it? Three, five point. What? I don't even. I have to look. I got the thing up. I'll bring it up here. In yeah, a second, I forgot but, to actually bring it up. Okay, it, it was five point win. Yeah, five point win. So I mean, it, it wasn't Less than a like touchdown more than a field goal. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was it was what it was. Um, I've got some feedback, or I got a video. I want to play really quick. Some quick take from our coverage inside. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, Caesars Field, whatever that is up there in New Orleans. Uh, we'll get to that right now. Let's do it. Live from the Lions game, Chris. Uh, weird win. Glad to have it. Uh, offensive line needs right now real bad. We can't play like this against good teams, but look at the way the Lions fans have traveled. Lions fans are the best. That's right. So big, big shout out to Lions fans. It did it. I heard the chant multiple times on the TV. Um, yep. Go light up Bourbon Street, kids. Go have some fun. It is. And I couldn't hear any of that, so you might want to check at the end if you have to splice the video in or the audio in. No, no, it was there. I, <laughs> I saw it going out. Okay, um, okay. good, good. I'll, I'll see what I what I have to do to make that work. I know what I have to do to make that work. You'll hear it next <laughs> oh, time, okay. I promise. <laughs> right. it just so, means I have to listen to it later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lions fans traveled well. Good to see. Very, very good to see. A uh, lot of talk here about the the Vikings uh, or the uh, AG. Glad we won, but AG needs to be fired for the piss poor performance this defense has shown in the last four to five games. Agree. Still soft in the secondary. Because the secondary still isn't good. <laughs> There's definitely, there you know, definitely, like, yeah. I like. I, don't don't get me wrong. Like. I love Jerry Jacobs, the human being, and mm-hmm. he is an NFL cornerback. Mm-hmm. Could we get a, a better one? Yeah. <laughs> not right now. You know what I mean? But that doesn't not. Yeah, it's not coming this year. <laughs> you know, he, he's what we got. And there are worse cornerbacks starting in the NFL than Jerry Jacobs. Like that is 100 percent factual. Is it one of the spots where maybe I would like us to look at bringing in a really, really, really good player next year. Yes. You know, but yeah. the, like the thing is like there's, I don't really blame AG per se mm-hmm. for all of it. Like there are things he is doing. I don't love because I don't think, I think he's kind of falling into the Patricia trap of like, this is the right solution, but I don't know if it's the solution that the guys he has with him, 
you know, going for. on this journey yeah. and particularly carry out, if that yep. makes sense. Yep. Yep. Oh man. I really, it, it, that 20 going up 21 and then, and then winning by five. I saw it in the chat too. It was Steve. Oh, that is, I, I don't, I don't like that at all. I mean, and then, the adjustments that the new Orleans made against the offense and the offense, not being able to counter adjust or recover. That's, you gotta be more than a one trick pony in this, in this league. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of it came down to, to losing Frank. I mean, the pressure on golf. Oh yeah. And just, just really quick golf. The running game goes away. What golf did under pressure though. Can we, can we just give a quick, you know, tip of yeah. the fedora to, to his poise under pressure? He, he oh, found some Stafford tier windows. He had some Stafford tier windows today that he threw that ball into very, very good game for him um, under duress. Absolutely. 100% man. Like golf today, 16 for 25, 213 yards, two TDs, no turnovers. You know what I mean? If, if he could do that every week, we we'd all be just like screaming with joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? And, and yeah. most weeks that is kind of what he does, you know, yeah. but basically like when Ragnar went out, the running game with Montgomery just died, like completely died. They just couldn't get any push up the middle with source doll in there because like, I'm really looking forward to seeing what that guy looks like when he comes to camp next year, because <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. got some weightlifting to do. You know, like it, it just, he does not, it's, it's, it's like the hutch body last year times 10,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just this layer of baby fat is the only reason he weighs what he weighs. it <laughs> <laughs> has got some work to do, man. Yeah. I mean, William and Mary is not known for its, uh, it's, it's no. workout plan. <laughs> no. Or the meal nutrition. Plan. Yeah. No. <laughs> the meal yeah. plan isn't quite. The meal that. plan was probably like mac and cheese and ribs. <laughs> if, if there was a meal plan. <laughs> Got a but carb load before the game, food. right? <laughs> Remember yeah, the old yep. days? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys in the U.S. got the four food groups where you had to have carbs and dairy and yeah. protein and, <laughs> and veggies with every and grains, meal. grains. Like yep. I'm a moo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. That's so. There we go. We had a we had a we had a game where we 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 pulled out the win. I want to ask you. We needed a get right game after that Green Bay loss. We sat on that for a while. It felt like we came out and we're like, oh, yeah, we're in get right mode. But the game, you know, we wound up pulling out the dub, which is important, of course. But do you think this was a get right game for this team? Do you think this is what they needed to propel themselves towards a big surge at the end of the season? I don't really feel like they need it as much as fans do. You know what I mean by that? Like the guys in the dressing room are just going to look at this and be like, hey, we beat an NFL football team by five points. Awesome. Whereas it's going to be fans on Twitter talking for the next week about how they didn't win enough. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like as though as the winning by 25 gets you like a W and a half. Yeah. And like, yeah, it would have been nice for all of us, but like the offense is what has cost this team. Like it's what lost the team, the game last week with all those turnovers, those went away. Offense scored 33 points. There we go. It'd be nice if the defense had done anything, but when you only draft or like dress three interior defensive linemen and one of them gets hurt in the second quarter. So you keep marching him out there and he gets hurt even worse. Like that decision could, 
it, like if that costs us games of Aleem McNeil not playing because he had to go back in because they did, literally did not have another personnel on the roster to play his spot. Yeah. Like if, if that ends up costing him games, that might end up actually costing us losses. I'm that's the thing in this game. I am by far the most concerned about, like as far as how many points they allowed or how many they scored, I don't care. They won the game. That's all that matters. They scored more than the guy across from them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like realistically, like in the, in the secondary, you know, that one catch Olave got off Brian Branch's tip. Like that that was a pick six if he didn't do that. So two guys playing super well ended up biting us. You know what I mean? Like the reason that that comment about the Vikings is completely invalid is because the lions have not had every single bounce go their way for this entire season. And that play is an example of that. Like this team is nothing like the Minnesota Vikings of last year, where there was always a fumble or a tipped pass or a something that happened that was just fluky and out of their control. And they got every single one of them and were never victimized by any of them. The lions, that's not who they've been. Um, we got Kirk Morgan. If we don't get CJ and Houston back, we'll not win a playoff game. Um, I, we're not going to get Houston back. I just no. talked to the Dr. Liao. Um, it just doesn't it, for the rehab for that, to be able to get the bend that he needs. And he had a great yeah. tweet about it with some real good or, or and even on the, the episode he did on, on our channel, the, the videos he had where the bend that he needs in those ankles and it's just, it's he's not going to be back. CJGJ is going to be back, and uh, we'll see him. That'll be great. That'll help the the, the secondary a great deal. A um, lot of lot of you know people having trouble, um, you know, with with the fan base. Look, the fan base is always. This is why I say love your wins and 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 just ball drag anyone you can while you can, because the Patriots had detractors in their fan base. Yeah. Three super bowls. That's fine, but they'll never get another one. Belichick's got to go. Right. I mean, it, 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 it's just yep. the nature of people. Half the world is, I don't say half the world, but a good portion of the world is trolls. And, uh, oh, we have people in our Slack chat that are just yours. waiting for it to go badly for 35 seconds before they come in and they're like, look, see, I've been right the whole time. Yeah. And then they just disappear when the team wins. And yeah, well, and there's this, <laughs> there's know. a guy on Twitter, like right at the end, I was like, I said, Hey, we're doing a post game show. Join us. And he is like post loss show with a big boo thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I responded or I mean, it wasn't even over. I just said, you're premature again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on. Probably guy. been happening to him since birth. Yeah. That's why, he, that's why he's angry. That's why he's angry. And so is his partners. He's had one. All right. We're watching for the post game presser. <laughs> Uh, as soon as that pops in, we'll have Coach Campbell and likely Jared Goff. That's usually who they throw up, who they toss up on the uh, on the uh, the podium afterward. But we're we're keeping our eyes on him today. Goff, sixteen completions, two hundred thirteen yards, an eight and a half yard average. Again, the pocket presence was good. The line was not. It was it was difficult. It was difficult. So yeah, it wasn't the offensive line's best day by any stretch of the imagination, but. You got to get past that. Like you have to win games where you have backups in. That's it's always going to happen. Like if you think there's going to be a single playoff game that they they play without a, a backup offensive lineman getting into the game, I don't know what you've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, people talking about the draft. Um, we haven't we haven't even started talking playoffs yet. Come on, guys! Um, playoffs, but- <laughs> playoffs, playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. <laughs> 
I mean, one more win pretty much ensures a playoff game, right? A wild card for yep. sure, right? And that's that's that. Yeah. So magic uh, magic numbers three for the division. Yeah. Right now, or yeah. I didn't see what happened with the Vikings. Did they play already, or are they playing now? They're playing now. I've no. been kind of laser focused on just what was happening with yeah. the Lions today, which was Eagles kind of a nice change held, for me. The Eagles were held to three. They were smoking down the field. They're up three to nothing right now. Brock Purdy at the helm. Um, culture won the game in the end. We would have folded in years past. I I, I, I don't disagree. Um, yeah. This is uh, what's going on with Ben Johnson's play calling. I think that he's his plays have been mostly good, but then there's some real scores in there. 33 points. <laughs> There's, with there's nothing from Amon Ross St. Brown. How do you think that happened? <laughs> it's, it's magic. Yeah. Like, what do people want from this man? Like every single play has to go for 20 yards or, or he's getting cute. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can Come I just, on, man. on that run by the, the trickeration play with JMO, I just want to call out how, freaking that's the first time we just we got to see in game how fast he actually is holy he i mean and and it's look look you got when you catch the ball you've got to kind of concentrate and catch the ball you can't you know when is full speed catching the ball right it just doesn't happen except to re-kill and that's why he's going to break calvin johnson's record this year okay fine (laughs) but generally no one that's that's one of one for him to get the ball on a run play like that, that's just the chance to fire. And like once he turned the corner, I just it was like, like I was. Like, it was Holy. like he was fired out of a gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like oh Mace Sewell didn't even get to his block <laughs> on that play. He was going after the safety, and he didn't even get there <laughs> before Jamal was in. Oh man. That's that's that was great. I loved I love that more. Please more JMO. I like it. Just do your thing. Yeah, do your thing. All right, we got uh, yeah, Coach Campbell. I I get a big play out of him today, but uh, play some win. Right. It's a prideful team, um, you know. And they came out and fought. And I love the way we came out early in this game. And um, you know, and then they made some adjustments. And then we had to make some adjustments. And uh, I was proud of our defense getting two takeaways. Um, you know, I thought Sam Laporta, man, was huge today for us. I thought I thought he was uh, he really, really made some huge plays. Uh, you know, I thought we did a great job taking care of the football. Got two takeaways on defense. That's got to be our recipe. Um, and I thought, uh, boy, golf there at the end. That was that was a critical critical pass. And Reynolds on the catch. So, just a number of things. Um, not easy. It's not easy to win. But here we go, man. We we got nine wins with five to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's our guy. That's what he does. Line was protecting well today, um, you know, and uh, and Laporta was, I'll be honest with you, I felt like we were getting some separation now in areas, and Laporta was really showing up. And uh, and there again, like I said, Reynolds, you know, uh, made a heck of a catch there. Um, so, look, in the critical moments, you know, our offense finished it out for us. Managing that lead, you know, you're not really like that. Is there any cost about the signing about the guys just playing, staying focused, you won't play with an early lead? No, I, you look, it, you know, it's like, man, how often do you just get to come out and it's like, man, bam, uh, you know, within whatever that was, seven or eight minutes, you're up 21 nothing. Um, 
you know, we we uh, we had some things that we wanted to do, uh, particularly offensively and 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 defensively for that matter, and uh, we they were you know we had a we had a good feel of it, and they made some adjustments. They made some adjustments, and um, which we, we thought they would, and so. You know, then it comes down to just you know, there's it's it's one player here, one player there, went inch away from breaking another one. Um, you know, so it, it's just man, it was a chess game going on. You know, look, Diegs, he's a good defensive coach now, and uh, and those guys played hard. It's a prideful team. So, um, look, it, it, no, it wasn't ideal. You don't always want it to be that way, but my guy, man, to be able to hang in there and. Uh, you know they're able to come back, and then and we can we just answer back, and then we're able to close it out. I mean that's it's a hell of a win now. I'm not I'm not going to take that away from us. You came out with four straight. I'll come back to you. you came out with four straight runs, six of the first seven plays on the ground. How intentional was that to kind of reestablish the offensive line after maybe a letdown forced them last? It's very intentional. Very intentional. We were uh, our offensive line was going to set the tone for the day. Was the plan and. Um, and they did that. They did that, you know. And we were able to hang in there and just, man, we competed. You know, we competed. That's what it's all about. Here in the month of December, here we go. Hey, hey buddy. Oh, I'm sorry, nope. Hammer. Sorry. Oh, just anything on Frank? Uh, n- n- nothing. We won't like know. I uh, won't know till tomorrow. I mean, it, it, at first like coming off, uh, you know, it was, yeah. sounded like one thing, and then after the fact, it, it sounded like something maybe a little bit different. So yeah. one's was a, not as good. One sounds more positive. So I won't know till tomorrow. Which one was more positive? The first. One. Which one was more po- the the later one? But oh. I, I don't really, you know, I, I won't know till tomorrow. Honestly, till we are able to do a scan. Yeah, you won, you won six straight games after coming off a loss. Talk a lot about resilience. You think that's the hallmark of this team, and how important is it for you to be able to respond to when you, when you take a loss? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's very important. I think that's what this league's all about. You know, I, I think the teams that are able to to respond um, after you lose a tough one. Uh, to me, there's. It, it's not easy to gain confidence in losses, but I think you have to be able to do that because you understand your own errors, you understand what you have to clean up, and then you don't want to lose that way again or like that again or from that again. Um, and so, look, we, we bounce back. I'm not surprised knowing the guys that we have, the coaches that, that are that are in that locker room, the players that we have. Um, I'm not surprised, man. And I would tell you that's some of the best practices we've had all year was what we had the last three days. I mean, they, it was uh, it was competitive. It was intense. It was fiery. And, you look, we can't always do that. You know, there's going to be times where we're going to need to, you know, it's going to have to be a walkthrough. Uh, we gotta, we got to start doing things a certain way. But... Um, but it was good to see him uh, come back and, and be ready for this game. You guys watched the tape, but what did you think of uh, Bruce? Looks like he gave you a couple of plays that had the sack early. I know the penalty late, but some good rushes. Did he? Yeah, it, like he gave you something. Yeah, he felt like uh, the, he was uh, he was able to pressure the quarterback. You know, he was able to get an edge uh, a couple of times, and uh, you know, certainly there's something there. You know, I mean. Um, Certainly, there's something there. You know, he, he's he's got something. You know, and like I say, he's been working and he's gotten in, in better shape over the last three weeks. And 
So, I, like, I'm anxious to watch the whole thing, you know. I, I saw from afar kind of what you guys saw, but I wasn't just honed in on him every play either. So we'll, we'll see, but it's encouraging. I know that. Yeah, look, it, it is special for all of us, all right, just to get the nine. You know, that's the next one, man. These are not easy. Um, but, yeah, it feels good to come back here and, you know, for AG2 to come back to, you know, where we had a lot of success, a lot of winning in the Superdome uh, with a lot of the coaches are still over there and staff and Mickey and those guys and then a number of the players, man, Cam and AK, uh, Taysom. I mean, I can go down the list, McCoy. Ram, all of them, and uh, I got a lot of respect for those guys because I, I know I know what they're about, man. I know how they're wired, which is also why it's special to to come out with a win because I know how hard they fight and how prideful they are. So um, it was good to come back, but man, all I know in the Superdome is winning, and it feels good to win. You know, it feels good to win. Yeah, it was well. Look, it, obviously, great call by Ben. Uh, something that that uh, that's been in the laboratory cooking for a while, and uh, so it felt like you know it was the right time to call it up. And and listen, he he executed it great, man. The thing was well blocked. Um, did a great job keeping his eyes on it, and the rest was up to him. I mean, he's just pure gasoline around the edge. Um, it's a heck of a play. So, yeah, I mean, look, we, we're like anybody else. We want to find other creative ways to, to continue to use him. Um, and I, like I said before, he just continues to grow. He just gets a little bit better every day, and he's working, and uh, it's good, man. It's good. We're in a good place right now. Do you remember what you said to, uh, said to Ben on the 39? Do I remember what I said to Ben? Why, do you have something that I said? No. I thought you were about to call me on it. I'm just curious if it was just one of those moments where you're like, Ben, let, let's go win it with yeah, I mean, we 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 talked about it. It was, you know, you can you can go one of one of two ways, right? And uh, and we went the let's go get this first down. Um, you know, that's about it. There was no uh, movie theme here, or, you know, in the smoke. Uh, no, we we yeah, I wanted to go get it and uh, let's finish your game. Mm -hmm. Jalen had a really big role. He had not yeah. played much at all this season. Just what did you see in him that, that led you to put faith in him this week and how he responded to that faith? I have, I have a ton of faith in Germ. Everybody does. Um, you know, A.G., Shep, myself. Uh, it's one of the reasons that, man, I, I wanted him back with us if we could make that happen. Um, because he's a core player. He's our captain. Uh, he's a productive player. He's smart. He's a team guy. And uh, he's versatile, and he can play defense. And I, nobody even batted an eye. It was one of the things, hey, man, we're going to lose Alex this week. Well, let's get German on third down and let him cover AK a little bit and do some things for us. And he's a football player, and he's crafty. And we watch him every day in practice, in games. We watch him in one-on-ones, in coverage, and rush. And and he's a ball guy. He finds a way to get a ball out. And so it was that was easy for us to do. We have a ton of faith in him. Last one, Dave. Um, the uh, the turnover, the takeaways. I'm sorry, it's such a big emphasis for you. You guys got the two. Um, I don't know how was it in general? I mean, the, 
Thank you, Moose. Yeah, it's it's highly important. I mean, it's it's you know this was one of the the areas that we needed to focus on taking care of the football first and foremost. Let's take care of it, and we did that. Golf did a great job. I thought our our receivers, our backs, man, we were secure with the football. And then, man, we were opportunistic, you know. I know the second one they snapped, but that first one, a ricochet and BB comes up with it, uh, those things happen. And the more you do, the more it becomes contagious. And you start getting a couple more. And uh, But absolutely, that was vital. That was vital to us winning, you know. Um, and we, ha- we have to be able to do that. And we have to be able to do it. That's got to be our recipe. You got to make teams earn it. You got to get takeaways. All right. Yeah. All right. There you go, Jared. Coming. That's. I thought they said he was doing it in the locker room. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, well, well, if he comes on, we'll put him on. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, Moose, thank you for the super chat. Nothing better than Lions dub and dissecting the game with y'all. Happy holidays to you and yours. Back at you. Happy holidays. Um, Don H comes in with it. Feels like it takes a quarter for the offense. And the defense to adjust. It takes a full quarter. Uh, tell me it's just the beer, fellas. Ash, do you want to break the news? Well, they have sucked in the third quarter. I mean, there's, there's, I don't know that that's the reason why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it's a thing where, like, it, it's, it's happened often enough now that maybe looking at whatever their routine is at halftime and kind of mixing it up a little with like something, anything a little bit different might not be a terrible plan but like it's not like teams are fundamentally rewriting their entire defensive and offensive schemes at halftime to deal with what the lions are doing like it is just a couple little tweaks here and there like this halftime adjustments thing i, I remember once listening to peyton manning talk about that and he was like like i don't know what fans think we're doing in there like we're in there for 15 minutes we don't we don't do anything there's the halftime adjustments are a myth they just call slightly different plays they don't even talk to us <laughs> you know <laughs> It's just not a thing. I got I got Peter. You got to rewatch this. Peter Vanlerhoven. Much respect for Jacobs, yet he never turns his head around to look for the for the ball. Big play should have been intercepted by him instead of big play for Olave. I want you to go rewatch that because yeah. he would have intercepted that ball. He had played that ball perfectly. Play. Yeah, and Branch tipped it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Tipped it, and then it was the one in the first yeah, quarter. The, the one in the first quarter, he was burnt on. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. But um. He's he is he, what you got. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you want to do. Like people, like yeah. it's oh, point at that thing that can't change. Like oh, I hate that the sky's blue. If the sky wasn't going to make the same complaint every week, word for word, in the Detroit Lions podcast Slack chat. It's it's word for word. It's what you got, man. I I, I just yeah. like I was sitting there. I'm watching and hearing him boo Derek Carr. Every time he comes out and, and praise Taysom Hill, every time he came in was I'm like, I just, it, I just flashed back to that Scott Mitchell interview. You know what I mean? Yep. And how much it burned and still burns him. Mm-hmm. And that he, he, he gave it everything he had still, even though, and it's like, yep. if you're a fan of the team, be a fan of the team. You got yeah, the players. You got did the same thing to Harrington with McMahon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the, like literally, caught, like cheering as a guy goes off with an injury because the backup comes in. You know, yeah. like that, that's that's a thing that has happened in our team's past. Yeah. It's ridiculous. 
it's it you, you got just love the team you got because that's all you got and otherwise watch hockey yeah hockey oh yeah. and when i was we're talking about quarterback injuries briefly that bruce Irvin hit was probably the dirtiest quarterback hit that has happened this year <laughs> anyone who thinks that's not a penalty is an idiot it is it is a <laughs> he penalty. literally right, hit him off the ground and planted him into the dirt with his entire weight coming down on that guy's chest just how big of that changes to trust you in that moment yeah, yeah i feel good about that yeah when there was what four or five minutes on the clock and we had the three and out we didn't feel good um we felt like we kind of left our defense out there to dry and uh they're certainly capable of coming up in big situations they made a great fourth down stop and then we knew that when we went back out there we wanted to finish with the ball in our hands um and we did that so we converted those two big third downs and it was a good way to end the game start on the trust dan has in yeah coach Campbell has a lot of confidence in us um, you've seen us go for it on fourth downs a lot in critical situations we throw the ball when maybe other teams are running the ball um, we certainly never question his decisions he's the boss man and uh yeah, he just trusts us a lot and feels good to have that, that confidence in him. It seems like no stage is too big, man. So like as the season going on, you know, your confidence is getting higher and higher and higher. Just talk about what these games do for you, man. Being a rookie, being trusted like that on these stages, these settings. What do it do for you? You feel like it bring the best out of you? Yeah, I think it creates a lot of momentum. Um, you go in each week is certainly a new week, but you, you feel good about what you've done in the past and the rapport that you've built up with your teammates, with, with Jared, with, with the entire offense. So got to keep the momentum going and, um, yeah, keep rolling. Keep rolling through December. When do you know like, a performance like this is going to happen? Can you feel it through the week as the game plans are being put together or is it after the first catch? When, when do you know maybe a special day is on deck? After? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, plays <laughs> just come up throughout the game. You never know when you're going to rip off like a 50-yarder. Um you kind of got to play every play as if you're going to make those big plays and then move on, good play or bad play. So you can acknowledge those things throughout the week, like, hey, that might be a good play for me on Sunday afternoon, but uh, you got to bring it to life. He's a 48-yarder in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like you guys had set them, set them up for that. Uh, what, what did you see, I guess, before that play that made you think maybe it would be successful? To be honest, it wasn't a great look for the play. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shoot, we better uh, we better get this one off." But uh, yeah, I don't know. Some, sometimes plays like that work out, and sometimes you have great looks and they they don't turn out so well. So credit to our coaching staff; they're so creative every week, and they put in a great game plan every week. Were you were you on the field during Jameson Williams' run? Yeah, I was. What was your role, and what did you see with this speed? Yeah, I was kind of on the backside. Um, trying to maintain a block for a long time. So I, I certainly appreciate J-Mo's speed on that play. Um, yeah, he, he was rolling. Um, yeah. All I saw was a flash from out of my left eye, and then next thing you know, I on the Jumbotron, I saw him jumping into the end zone. I didn't really see the whole jump thing, but uh, yeah, great play. Yeah, <laughs> me and Jared were looking at you like, holy shit, I guess this happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, you don't see quarterbacks blocking too much. Credit to Jared. It's a good personality. What point do you allow yourself to reflect on the rookie mm-hmm. season you're putting together? After the season ends, yeah, it's a uh, you don't want to get caught up in all that. It just uh, kind of muddies your vision and you know, clouds your vision for the team and the success that we hope yeah. to have moving forward. 
Sam, why do you why do you think you've made it look a lot easier than most any other rookie that's come into the league and, and done it at this point? I mean, you just look at your numbers. You're right up there with some of the best that's ever done it. First year guy. It's my mm-hmm. giant cock. I think that is. I don't know. I think I'm surrounded by a lot of great people, great teammates, great coaches, great support with my family and friends. So they just they tell me to do what I love. I, I love playing football. And, um, you know, when it's not a chore, it, it doesn't really feel like a job. You're just out there with your buddies running around. And, um, yeah, it's great that we're having success. It definitely definitely helps, um, you know, makes you want to work harder when you're having success and adding value to the team. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. There you go. Woo. That's a smart guy. He's such so likable. So absolutely yeah. likable. 15 and a half yard average. Box <laughs> graphics that they were showing today. Like first time I saw this, the first time he popped up on screen, his like cartoon guy. I was like, oh, his cartoon guy has a free candy van. <laughs> Oh man! So let's uh, let's get in some calls here. We got um, Jack Campbell played a great game today. Reminds me of um, what was it? Uh, Jack Lambert. A little bit of being that tall. Yeah, man, that's good. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's yep. see about getting uh, some of these calls in here. Um, that's actually a really good comp for him. I've, I've never made that connection, but like on a historical perspective, that's. That is who he is, except he's like Jack Lambert. If Jack Lambert was like huge. <laughs> yes. Let's see. We'll be, we'll be in one second. Um, could you, could you just talk for one moment for me, okay. pal? Yeah. <laughs> While Absolutely. I, uh, we figure this out. Just folks, it appears we have some technical difficulties going on, getting calls in today. So, <laughs> What am I going to talk about? Uh, we got some people complaining about Jerry Jacobs. I'd be lying if I said that Jerry's had the best recent series of games that he's ever had. But if you think that there are not 12 to 15 teams in the league that would rather be starting him than whoever they have right now, you don't watch other teams play football. Yeah. Hey, caller. caller. Yeah. What's your name? How are you feeling today after the big win? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Great. Doing great. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 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 Um, I feel good. I, I, I like to be nine and nine and three. I like it's better than three and nine. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been there. <laughs> we've actually been there. What do you got? So for many us, times. <laughs> now just a really close game. We're calling from South Florida, actually uh, oh, diehard nice. Lions fan. Uh, grew up watching Barry Sanders. That's why I'm still rooting for him. A little bit Me of a too. nail biter. Offense kind of took a little bit of a slump, but it was nice to see them bounce back and actually, you know, good play calling at the end of the game. So, what yeah. are y'all thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Ash, why don't you I hit agree that? with all of that? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, that, that's the thing. People give Ben Johnson grief about his play calling all Hold the time. On. And, like, there were periods. Oh, sorry, we got another. We got another. Uh, I'm sure we'd like to even do a little bit more, but color. We'll uh, that was a great job by Ben getting you. that going early on and then um, us feeding off of that from there. 87 is pretty good, huh? 87 pretty good. Yes. <laughs> Sammy can play. Yeah, he's as comfortable as anyone I've played with. And um, for a rookie, it's, it's pretty. Um, pretty tremendous i mean i'd compare him like directly to what saint was doing as a rookie as far as you know on the field and off the field and type of 
pro he is and, and knowing his assignments and, you know, rarely has an MA, rarely does that, you know, type of rookie mistake. Um, very rarely. And it's just such a reliable guy and um, a guy that I count on in those crunch times. And uh, I know he's a clutch player. Could you take me through the two third down plays on that last yeah. game Yeah, I'll back it up to one play before where I had St. pretty open on the outside and just left it a bit inside. Um, but knew I'd have another chance to kind of make up for that. And uh, we run the next play, which was, you know, man coverage. And Sam ran a good uh, crosser route there and um, put it on him. Great catch. Um, and then the last one was just a play action. Um, I'm not sure, was it third down? A uh, second or third down? Um, just a play action. And it's Saint and Josh. I was kind of thinking, like, if I don't have somebody open, I'm going to take a sack, you know, force the clock to run. So kind of was halfway into taking a sack and saw Josh running open and um, was able to make a play. No, I just it, it totally just you know randomly happens. I think uh, you know him and you know all of our guys. That can happen at any given week, any given time. And I think you know on a lot of occasions today, uh, when they were playing man coverage, they were sending a lot of attention to St. Brown. So um, it's going to leave everyone else one on one, and uh, that, that's where he kind of was able to find his mojo. Just the, the Jameson play there. Yeah, it's awesome. You guys have had that one kind of in the works and, yeah. and called it. And playing a part there, getting out and, and blocking too, just how that play developed and yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it, it was something we've worked on for quite some time now and, um, you know, tweaked it here, tweaked it there, messed around with it and um, finally got it in the perfect situation and it, it scored. Jameson ran, did a good job scoring. Jerry, can you talk about the ability of this team this year to bounce back from losses? You guys have been successful. Me too, Jerry. I guess like the focus, the mental side, yes. just taking through this week, you know, as you guys yeah. Dan talks about it all the time. I mean, within our building, you, we know what, what's what's right and what's wrong, and um, what we need to get better at, what what, what didn't work, and um, you know, we don't we don't ride the roller coaster. It's it's just you know one game after another, and uh, it, it's a testament to to him and our team of of being able to um, understand when losses happen that you know what are, what are the you know what are the points to improve on and um, emphasize them, and then you know typically you get a better result the next time. You guys, the turnover battle was a crucial you know, focus this week. Huge, huge. I mean, the early one was huge. That was the first play of the game for them. Um, just getting that touchdown, touchdown quickly there. Getting up 21 pretty quickly, and then the the fumbled snap they had. Uh, huge, yeah, huge. And we were able to score on them all. And um, yeah, we still I think left some left some yards on the field, left some points on the field, and some uh, some other ways. But um, getting those short fields always helps. And then delivering at the end. I mean, Yeah. Yeah. We, it's. Uh, it, I, don't, I don't. You know. We, we got a special group. I, I think that's the best way to put it. Dan talks about it all the time. Like when the pressure goes up, who who comes down and is level and is calm and um, you know our guys are our guys really are and um, you know certainly you know I feel like I've got trust in all our receivers in those moments and Sam was the guy that we targeted there and then Josh and. Uh, they made great plays. They made, both made great catches, and um, I was able to find them. All right, there we go. Let me shut us off. Uh, love to cut off those press conferences, don't they? Um, all right, yeah. yeah. So really quick, we got a guy in the uh, asking about the the hit about it. I, I, I'll disagree with you, uh, Ash, on it being dirty. It's it's he lifted him off the illegal. ground. No, he didn't lift him. Yeah, he did. He went yeah, he did. through him. He extended his legs, holding on to him, 
and cupped him underneath and he, came down on top. He came of his down on top of him. He went through Super and down, through no, and down, not through and down up. I didn't see up at all. I saw through and down. Now, happened, my if he if he did lift him up, then okay, there's that's it. It's an illegal play. Like not eight like years this, ago though, lifted him up like that. Eight years ago, that wasn't illegal. So I, I just don't think it's and I think the part because I did I didn't see him lift. So I'm I'm going to stick with he didn't lift him in in my 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 argument. And the second he hit him, he's got to let go. And start moving off of yeah. it. The fact that he held on all yep. the way through his body to Whether the ground. Whether he lifted or not, not, it's still okay. a penalty. Yes. Yeah, 100% lift a penalty. doesn't make it a penalty. No, the lift is the reason he's going to get fined $50,000 this week. Minimum. And I, Minimum and, for that hit. And I, I, I don't think it was dirty because I didn't think he lifted him. If you lifted him and brought him down, then it's absolutely dirty. Okay. But. It's absolutely a penalty whether he lifted him or not. That you cannot. Like he didn't he, fireman's yes. carry him and then yeah. slap him down on the ground. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. talking that. I'm talking he extended his legs to take them both up a little bit higher into the air and then came down with every bit of weight he had onto his chest. Yeah, yeah. That's the part that's absolutely illegal. You can't do that. So yeah. that's that. Whether whether that or not. So I'm not going to say dirty just because of what I saw. And uh, Ash. He probably saw it better because I'm just not feeling right today. I had a little bit to drink. was up late. Hey, caller, what's your name? How are you feeling today? Oh, this is just your friendly neighborhood maniac on the loose. Hey, how you doing? Uh, They've got doing you. All right. <laughs> hey, I don't drink, but I think I, I started sniffing a little glue there in the, in the third <laughs> quarter. <laughs> got to do something, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really hope this game was a wake up call for the offense so that they realize <clears throat> that they have to kick it into high gear early, step on the gas, and they cannot let up for a second until the game's over. Because let's face facts, the defense isn't good. They're going to allow a lot of points to the other team. So it's up to the offense to make sure that the defense isn't being asked to do too much. That's what I took from this game. And I hope this kind of wakes up the offense to realize they can't get complacent for a second. And this is where I, and I don't, I don't disagree. This is where some of the play calling the, 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 the kind of out himself for second, third down in the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Never do that again. Yeah. So I, I think Ben is a little bit out thinking himself, but um, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, I think so a couple things since Caldwell, this team has needed to put its head down and go until the season's over, whenever that is. And then someone tap him on the shoulder and say, okay, get up. Right. Otherwise just go hard, go hard. Don't stop the idea that they lift off the gas. I think that comes a little bit out of the goofiness of the play calling. I don't think the players do that. Uh, and we're getting just too inside our own heads, setting ourselves up. Maybe sometimes instead of setting up the other team End of the day, we walked away with the W. I think everybody learned a little bit today. Coaches, players, the whole thing. Um, hopefully rags is okay. And it's not a season ender and uh, he's back next week. Because we definitely uh, need him. Uh, Colby's going to need a little. He needs a little time in the oven. Um, man, it's it's. We're we're look okay. So here's the perspective on this: is the Detroit Lions are 
well on the way in the rebuild. And if we look at the hit rate in the draft from Holmes compared to other GMs, he's, we have a big winner on our hands there. Mm-hmm. Um, the increase in talent we're going to get in the draft in this offseason is if, if we hold, if, even if we regress a little bit from where we are and we get one less hit on the, or two less hits on the, out of the draft, we still improve mightily as a team. And uh, I think this part of the rebuild where we're at this year, we walk away and, and, you know, my prediction is we win at least one playoff game. Once you get in, anything can happen, but I feel really good about where we are and, you know, yeah, waiting to see yeah. another year I, roll up or I, another I two that, years. It's, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's okay. I, I'm sorry, Chris. No, no, go ahead. Um, I, I think that's uh, the thing to remember. Look, it, it was a win. We won. Um, probably going to have a home playoff game, which is pretty damn cool. And this team has a great shot at winning a playoff game. So that's all wonderful. So yeah, got to keep it in perspective and really, you know, we're lions fans here. Uh, this is going to be a real fun year. Don't, if, if we don't start thinking super bowl or bust, this is going to be a hell of a fun year the rest of the way. Yes. So. Yes. I'll leave it at that, boys. You guys uh, keep up the great work, and uh, I'll let you get some more callers in there. All right. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. That's what people always forget, man. Like 13 out of the 14 teams that get to the playoffs go home losers. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. That's, that, that's not a bad season. That's still in minimum. Even if you just barely squeaked in, you're in the top half of the league. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And 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 look, it it. it Look, you always start out saying we're going to win the Super Bowl. You have to. You have to say our team is going to win. That's what our goal is this year. But you also know 31 teams don't meet that goal. If 31 teams were failures and uh, shut them down, sell the team, teams would be for 31 teams would be for sale every freaking year. You can, you just can't. Exactly. You got to chill that it's out. Super Bowl or bust after you've won three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're thinking like that beforehand, you're just dumb and wrong. <laughs> hey, caller. Speaking of dumb and wrong, no, I don't mean that. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> What's your name? What do you got for us today? <laughs> hey, uh, this is Travis. I'm on, I'm on Clarksville. Hey, how's it going, Travis? But before uh, before I uh, get into anything about uh, today's game, I want to uh, talk to the audience and let them know that they need to tune in to Ash's fucking podcast the daily he's got it laid down laid out for everybody who wants just the facts that's where you need to go that's where you need yeah, to man, tune how, in how many, that's where how you need to get informed <laughs> as as i was just going down my checklist today i was like yep said that was gonna happen yep said that was gonna happen that too cool and here we are we won <laughs> But I appreciate that, man. Like that's Thanks, Travis. That was always nice because you know I, you never really know if anyone actually likes it because it's always the negative people who are louder, right? You know what I mean? And so, thank you. Yeah, I guess yep. what I'm getting at. I appreciate you. <laughs> that was really kind of you. And and no. you know what, Travis? The, the, the fact that you still did that even after I set you up so poorly, I appreciate you, man. That's very <laughs> kind of you. Hey, hey. He's in on the joke hey, if he likes uh, myself. Chris, I've uh, <laughs> I've been a sleeper listener since. Back in the Stafford days, I think episode 32 is when I started uh, tuning in and listening every time. So I've been here for a long time. I've always wanted to make it out to the 
do the uh, fucking uh, the awesome. uh, fucking training camp show and whatnot. But you know, I got life going on and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But this this channel and whatnot, this this podcast is really tuned into what actually what's going on. It's gonna it's 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 really been a lifeline for me. And thank you, Chris, for everything that you've done for St. Jude's oh, whatnot. Man. But Goff making plays today, defense is is sus. We're gonna have to score points. Uh it's not the end of the road, but we we gotta build it for next year. But B for the ride, beyond for the ride for this year. I'm fucking six deep, so I'm sorry. Have a good <laughs> Have a good day, and uh, thank you so much for you guys. I'll let you guys uh, finish out. You did a good job for being six deep, Travis. Thank you, brother. All right, there we go. Six deep. That's why he likes my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the, the, the 49ers uh, just putting together uh, a little drive here, looking good. They're down at the 10. Pushing, uh, knocking on the doors, knocking on the Eagles' back door. Eight minutes left in second. At this point, they're down six to nothing. Um, God, a tie would be fun, but it would screw us, wouldn't it? No, yeah. I mean, it would put us in second, but. It would be better than San Francisco winning. Yeah. For the number two seed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who knows where this is all going to end up? Like, Hurts might get hurt next week, and they might drop four straight games. We don't God. know. <laughs> please, <laughs> you know? please. So I guess yeah for for, for seed one we yeah for seed one we we want obviously Philadelphia to lose but for the to get the second seed which I think is significantly more likely in a realistic perspective yep like I would rather play the 49ers at Ford Field than in San Francisco yeah that's <laughs> that that's the thing because if if we get the number two seed that means we don't play in Philadelphia until the championship game the NFC championship game right. So I, I'm down with that. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's ideal. That's, that's what we want to have happen. What we don't like, the only thing that would be really bad is if we were the four seed, like two, three. Yeah. Like home is better than road. Yeah. Like two, two home playoff games would be awesome. Of course we got to get through the first one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that, that's, that's the other reason that being the, the four seed would kind of suck because you get that, uh, top tier wild card team and like i don't want to play dallas in the playoffs either bluntly yeah yeah <laughs> you know when it comes right down to it i'd like to avoid that but yeah. dallas might end up you know taking out one of the the other teams i also don't want to play really i don't want to play any of these teams in the playoffs i've got a caller i'm, I'm going to let him there. go just because he's got a lot of background noise um sorry caller um sounds like he was sitting next to a blast furnace um all right yeah let's, let's my air conditioner is one foot that way no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, this one he was like in the in the the, the steel factory uh so give us a call two four eight. so much for this stupid mic two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four you can join the show We'll have you on. We'll talk Lions and uh, talk about the game that we saw, what we saw out there. Uh, JMO, love, love the burners on that guy, man. Whew. It's uh, the speed it's, was like incredible. it's the reason I was giddy when he when they drafted him. I don't know if you remember that part of the yep. draft show when yep. they traded up and I was like, it's one of two guys and it had to be it was him or Hamilton. And I would I would have been on cloud nine either way, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he did the fact like, oh, 
God, he just, he just has that, that thing that is so unbelievably rare. And that's like terrifying speed to NFL players. You know what I mean? Because they're all fast. Every single one of these guys runs a four, six or better, which is faster than most people have actually like met somebody who can (laughs) run. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like your, your like average linebacker speed would have been probably the fastest guy. Anyone listening right now has ever actually spoken to Ali McNeil. Think about this is faster probably than anybody that's watching, listening to this. And we're talking about thousands of people. Um, That's nuts. Aline McNeil, you yep. look at that man, you realize how fast he is. And then you look at how fast JMO is comparatively. It is, it is nuts. I do want to very quickly uh, toss thoughts and prayers to the chain gang guy out there, man. That leg injury. Oh, that oh. was so bad. I'm so glad they didn't show replays of that. Like we've had people in the chat talking about, like, how come they didn't acknowledge it? And it's probably because, like, okay, let's say you were at work. Yeah. And something happened where your leg bent at a 90 degree angle in the middle of the bone. You want anyone showing you were talking about what's happening as you're laying there screaming in more pain than you've ever been in, in your entire life. I don't and, man. And I, I want to just, I, I think about that Florida state quarterback. And by the way, Florida state got host just, just so everyone knows if I don't care about Florida state that much, but they got host. They, they won every game, but mm. the, the, that quarterback, when his leg was pointed that way, to play him, man, <laughs> You just want Michigan to play him and win by 60. That's why they Stop. didn't get in is because that's exactly what would happen. Shh. Shh. Quiet. Stop it. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. when, when the Florida State's, when Travis's leg was all funky, right? His reaction was like, ah, ah come on. Look, look, it's jacked. And that, and that was it. My guy, that official, like I went back and watched it a couple times. And this is like, so it was absolutely horrific, like the injury. Oh, right? God. Yeah. But. I didn't have to watch it a second time. This is horrible me. And it's, it's kind of Tom Segura ish. And I know it. And I, I when he said it, I realized it. And it's kind of bad when people scream like he was like, I laugh. I don't know why. I I don't know why it's horrible. It's horrible. I know the pain he's in. I feel for him, but I can't help. But he was just like, yeah, I I don't know why. His face is funny in that. I just, it's horrible. I, I, I probably deserve something absolutely horrific. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had, how much have you had to drink so far today? <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey, Ash. How are you guys? Oh, good. We've got a sober. Awesome. You man. already passed the sobriety check. How you doing, brother? Yep. No, I haven't. Uh, I've had a few. Uh, <laughs> you know, we get up 21 nothing, and it's, I'm no uh, cop. <laughs> feels pretty good. But then, as you know, things can go. I'm no cop. You know, brother. they can go a little know. bit south. But hey, we, we, we hung in there. We got the win. That's all that matters. But. That's right. Uh, but no, I want to talk to you guys about, so first of all, poor guy, that cameraman on the sideline, Jesus Christ, that guy's <laughs> yeah. leg got, oh, that was bad. They, they, they lingered on that very, way too long, the cameraman, Just uh, that poor long. guy's leg, oh. Jeez, that looked bad. Oh God. Uh, first up to him because <laughs> that looked really bad. <laughs> His face, um, though. I mean, I can't like because he, he was just laying there I going. Mean, ah! it, was 90, it was like nine. <laughs> I started laughing that I felt so bad about it because Jesus' face was so. Oh, uh, his foot was ninety degrees the other way. God, I was but, like, well, he's not an athlete. I hope the guy walks again. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> and I just think about the difference between the athletes. Like I was saying, the Florida State quarterback getting his leg right? ninety degrees, and he's like, ah, Those shit, oh, come on, come like on, come on, right? That guy's just down there going. Ah! Like just, that's, uh, that's the worst day of his life. Oh, 
Yep. <laughs> oh, well, think, like, when's the last time any of us have been in half as much pain as every single college or oh, yeah, right imagine. Yeah. No. Cannot imagine. <laughs> oh, the poor guy. I, uh, I hope they, I hope that's not, well, the refs are like not full time, but I hope they've got some kind of insurance plan for my guy. Cause he's well, going to need a lot of work. If they don't, I assume the owners will step up something. Yeah, like that's that's got to get taken care of. You'd think. Yeah. So, uh, quick question. So, what I want to talk about, guys, is the pass rush. Uh, Obviously, Bruce Irvin had a nice sack, uh, had that rough in the passer, and again, he hasn't played in the league in like six years, so he doesn't know that it's rough to passer when you land on a quarterback. That's fine. Like he didn't know that that was not supposed to do that anymore. but the fact that you're giving a guy off a practice squad that's 37 years old and he's going to be one of your best pass rushers is a big problem. So are we just saying, hey, we're not going to get anyone, we're not going to be able to do anything until next year, or are we going to be able to scheme something up where we need a pass rush? Because if Derek Carr finished that game, we would have fucking lost. And yep. luckily Winston is terrible, and he cannot hit a broad side of a bar. He's bad. And so he like, looks insane. we got to figure out a fucking way to get to the quarterback. So we either need to change the scheme or we got to find a guy that can do it. And I'm I'm telling you, if it's just a 37 year old off of someone else's bench, that's our best option. That seems like a big, big problem. Um, Wasn't even on someone else's bench, man. He was sitting at home on the couch at 37. Nobody tried to sign him. You know what I mean? Like it, uh, that's, that's how bad this is. He came in and he was our best guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so do, I mean, and, do you think we gotta wait until next year? Is that or, or can, yeah. and can AG change the no team solutions. and give us something that we can no. get some sort of pass rush? Because we need a pass rush. We, I, I, three, I mean, we don't have many, the defensive it was backs. Third and, it was third and more than ten five times today, and we they converted all of them. That's insane. Um, Tori so, Anzo just said Sue in the chat, and that is the right answer. Yeah, that's if there's a it. guy. If that's too much, particularly with a a limb having just gotten hurt. So it's, it's the, and this is it. We see him go cover zero, you know, bring the whole house right to rush and not get through. If that doesn't work, there's not a solution. (laughs) When you, when you overload and you still can't get pressure, you're in trouble. And that's, that's, you know, now we're relying on Jerry Jacobs. Who's a top 64 safety in the NFL, you know, but, you don't want to rely on him to to stop the defense. You don't. You don't want to put it all on his back or on Cam Sutton's. And I mean, I know people are dogging on on, on Jerry, but PFF has Cam Sutton ranked lower than Jerry on the season this last week. I'm like, yeah. I mean, guys, it's you, you can you can dog on him, and that's fine. It's you know it is what it is. But you just if you look at the numbers, I don't think it's. it's I don't think it's the secondary. I mean, nope. the defense is doing what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to get them in third and longs. We've been doing that, but the pass rush just can't get home to finish those off. Yep. I mean, if we've got them third and 16, you expect to get them off the field and they can't do it. I'm watching Jalen Hurts dancing around the, for what seems like 30 seconds in the backfield. Um, oh God, it's, it's, that's just that's gonna be that said we're talking about nobody doing anything but the other sack today was romeo okwara <laughs> and you talked <laughs> about him this something week. a guy who they haven't even really been playing at all yeah. yeah i said either him or charles harris needs to pick it up or this team is dead in the water so happily romeo did yeah prison mike brings it right here the goal is to win the division this year and contend for the nfc next year that's where this team is at and i think absolutely you're yep. you're right you're right 
and enjoy the ride. Enjoy these wins, man. You know what I mean? That's, oh yeah, it's awesome. It's, well, I love it, the wins. There's you know, some more defensive line help, but we're going all the way. But yeah, guys, hey, it's a win. We're nine and three. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, enjoy the rest of the Sunday, boys. All right, you too, my man. Have a good one. All right, here we go. Yeah, man. Like at the beginning of the year, I thought we were going to get ten wins this year, and was going to be happy with that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's so we're one away from what I wanted. And weirdly enough, if we do only win one more game for the season, that's how my brain works. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought would happen. Not, oh my God, the sky is falling. I'd be, oh my God, you know the sky is mean? falling if we only won one more game. <laughs> that wouldn't be great. Like, obviously, I, I hope they win more than that. Like, I love being wrong that way. You know, when I'm wrong in that direction, that's that's a happy event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to be right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to call out. Okay hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had so far? Hi, this is Evars, and uh, calling you from Latvia, and I've had a few. Good for you. What time is it there? All right. About midnight? Time is 12.26 a.m. There we go. Man, life in, life in Latvia. So what do we got going on today? What are we doing in Latvia? Um, Talking lions. There you go. That's the, it's it's happening right. in every pub in, in the country right now. What do you got for us? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to say, uh, that, you know, I was born in 1963 and, um, no team that I've ever seen from the Lions has been this good since I've been alive. Um, we can take that from a record standpoint or however you want to look at it. Um, but all these, uh, people saying, woe is me. I mean, look at the history. We're pretty damn good. Comments? I agree. Comparatively, absolutely, we are um, better, and it's. I think for us, it's it's very much the Campbell um, trajectory thing. It, it's it's whatever you know. This team is there, and I think we've talked about people needing to learn how to win as they talk about this. And I think you know part of that is there's always going to be things to improve. No team is perfect. If you look at every NFL game this week and the winner, and I don't care how much they win by an absolute blowout, whatever you're going to find that there's things to criticize. There's things that aren't right. And it's the nature of a salary cap league and a, a, a game that takes 11 players per side. There's always something that could have been done better. So that's, you kind of just in totality, you look at what's going right and you, and, and you love it. And you, as a, as a fan, you, 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 you know, extol it. Um, and then with what you, with what's going wrong, you know, you can talk about it and, and hope it improves with some things like, Oh, we need a we can't play him at cornerback. Cool. What are you going to do? Cause now if you're just saying, ah, oh, the sky, you're just saying, Oh, the sky is blue. Cause there's nothing to do and you can, okay, we get it. We're there, but what are you going to do? So I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It's, 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 it's good conversation, but there's always going to be something wrong. And just because there's something wrong doesn't mean the team can't win. We got this guy in the chat. Hang on. I don't know if I trust this guy. Is uh, I think it's half fries don't or something like that. You win in January <laughs> by outscoring the opponent Heck. more than keeping the opponent from outscoring you. Don't forget that. And that's kind of what we're looking at. And that seems to be how this team is built. And then in February, the team with the best defense wins that one game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
want to comment on uh, Ben Johnson uh, deviating from the game plan too early. I mean, he got up 21 zip, and then it seemed like he just took the, the foot off the gas. I mean, if it's working until they stop you, why not do it? And I guess I'm not understanding. Maybe you have some insight? I think starting well, with a short the- field with 20 yards and 19 yards, whatever, yeah. makes it a lot easier to score. Um, and then I think Ben got a little bit in his own head about trying to set things up, and he was setting himself up more than the the Saints. Go ahead, Ash. Sorry. And the running game wasn't working. Uh, like David Montgomery averaged barely over three yards a carry today. Yep. Like that's the thing. It kind of worked sort of a little bit at the beginning and then completely fell apart. And then Ragnow got hurt. So that snowballs that problem entirely. And th- that's kind of how that goes. Like if you, if you can't run the ball, then you fall behind in the sticks and then it's third and long. And this is not a good third and long team. Historically, like they, they have, two guys who can win one-on-one battles right now. That's that's where we're at. Like it's Laporta or it's St. Brown. And those are kind of shorter pass underneath guys as opposed to like deep ball specialists. You know, like nobody's going up and making a play on a 50-50 ball for this team. That's just mm-hmm. not, they don't have that guy. That's the hole in the receiver group. I think they were kind of hoping Donovan Peoples-Jones would be there. And like he's starting to get in on plays, but they're not going to him in those situations. Like when they were on the goal line going for two, that was one thing I noticed is up top. There was Donovan Peoples Jones getting ready, setting up something that's going to happen three games from now, (laughs) (laughs) but, but he's not in the rhythm of what they're, they're doing yet. So it's, it's, that's another problem that I don't think they can solve uh, because realistically, like if you load the box up on this team and neither of the outside receivers do anything to stop you from doing that, that's how you beat the Detroit Lions offense is you make the middle of the field look ugly. And I think the book's out on that, and that's where we're at. It's yep. about Ben Johnson figuring out ways to hit other parts. Okay, and one more question for you, um, uh, and then I'll get off. Uh, is uh, Aaron Glenn head coaching material? And I'll listen to your uh, answer offline. All right, thank you. Yes, I please. think he might be a better head coach. Like, I, I think he might be a better head coach than he is a defensive coordinator, because I think like that, that problem of like, this is the right solution to beat that thing that that guy has is the head. That's kind of the head coach's job is to come up with that. It's only if the head coach is calling plays on one side of the ball or the other that it's a problem if he gets too much into that mindset, because like he's not supposed to be the guy who knows the wide receivers best on his team. That's the wide receivers coach, Mm -hmm. you know, and the offensive coordinator is supposed to take that guy and figure out plays that are going to use what that guy says his guys can do to accomplish the goal that the head coach has. So I think he might be a better big, big, big picture guy than he is in his current spot. And I'm just, that makes any sense at all. Yeah, it makes sense. Some guys are Um, good CEOs. Some guys are good store managers. And I, I, we need a store manager, right? And we we, have for that role. So please, yes, I think he'd be a great coach somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, please, somebody, anybody hire him. Carolina, no one wants that job. Please yeah. take AG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I, I, I mean. Steal a coordinator from us, please. Please make it that one. <laughs> do you think there's anything they could do to convince Wilkes to come back? Uh, $10 million for 10 years. I think more than Nobody that. Nobody says Oh, $10 million why? a year. $100 million, yeah. 
Yeah. 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was like, it's I'm the like the Gruden contract. I think the Gruden contract gets them whoever they want. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe <laughs> because like millionaire billionaires don't become billionaires by throwing away a hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? So yep. in terms of like they're to get somebody good this year, they're going to have to do that. Otherwise they're going to have to do what Houston did last year and take like a rehab year where they get a respected coach who like, he's not going to be around long-term and he knows he's not going to be around long-term, but he comes in and basically resets everything like Lovey Smith did for Houston last year, just to get it from the horrible place where they had to hire that random wide receivers coach the year before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that might be where they are right now is that everybody looks at that job and goes, there is no way I'm taking that gig, which might be the way that Aaron Glenn gets in the back door. Cause he's not getting in based on his performance with the Detroit lions as, as a defensive coordinator this year. And who doesn't want Aaron Glenn getting in the back door. All right. Give us a ring two, four, eight, seven, eight, two, eight, three, eight, four, two, four, eight, seven, eight, two, eight, three, eight, four. Hey, you got about 15 minutes. We'll go until we don't go. Let's see how People it goes. Comment phrasing. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, if also we get two draft picks, if AG is hired as a head coach, two comp third. That rounders. has nothing to do, sir. How dare you besmirch? <laughs> that's that's the main reason I'd like somebody to hire him is because we get draft picks for it, and also then get the opportunity to be in a position where somebody should really want to be the Detroit Lions defensive coordinator. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that will be the hottest job in the NFL if AG vacates it, because then you get to come in and be the guy who took the defense that goes with the offense and got to a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You can be the Spagnuolo where you just get dragged kicking and screaming to several head coaching jobs because you did a really awesome thing one time in New York. Yep. Risen <laughs> you know? in here, risen in the chat, building his Madden uh, defense. He's like, look, all we need is three new starters out of five in the secondary, three edges, two DTs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Honestly, solo would be a great choice. So Don H in the chat, just, just threw that out there. That guy, like you may not like him as a head coach, you know what I mean? But as a defensive coordinator, the openness to new ideas that he showed in San Francisco, because he was just a straight up like Seattle defense guy. You know what I mean? Like that cover three Legion of Boom that everyone was trying to take everywhere. That's that's the style of defense he came up in. And that was all he knew. And then he stole our wide nine defensive line coach. And that's what they were running then. And they're. I know a lot of people don't know a whole bunch about schemes, but you could not have two more diametrically opposed styles of running the front seven than those two styles. And he basically over the course of a season seamlessly switched from one to the other. And most guys don't have the mental capacity or like intelligence about their own players to do that. So like if you could, if you told me we could have Dan Campbell and Robert Sala, I'm, I'm, I, I want that team. (laughs) And you get the, you get the cake, you get the cake with Sala. Hey caller, what's your name? What do you got for us today? Hello. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. uh, My name is uh, Wes. I'm just, I'm just calling to see uh, what you guys think of uh, the fact that we're nine and three and we didn't turn the ball over, even though we kind of sucked on D and I wasn't crazy about the play calling in the second half either, but uh, Hey, at least we're winning. Yes. Definitely did suck on us with D. Um, 
Oh, well, that's that's our team this year. That's that is the 2023 Detroit Lions. Is we are not a good defense. We are a good offense. And the and the key is that the defense be good enough for the offense to win the game. Two turnovers. We you know what I mean? Like they just need to come up with a few key stops here and there. Like they did a good job at the beginning to let us get to a lead because this is a team that does need to get to a lead in order to win games. You know what I mean? Like they're not comeback specialists. If they go down 21, nothing like we're done. We are not that team. You know what I mean? We're two outside receivers being very, very good away from being at that point. Uh, so the defense did what it needed to do today. It came out, it got a couple stops at the beginning, let us get up so we could play our game the way we wanted to play it. And then at the end, kind of tightened it up. And of course, that's also, you know, because they broke the quarterback. <laughs> do you guys think that uh, Sue could help us at all if we signed him or? Yeah, I think we, we said earlier, he's probably the one guy that's still rolling around out there that could. I like what Irvin brought so far. He brought energy. He brought yeah. hustle. I, look, I don't like the hit, but now he's going to be even hungrier to make up for that 50K fine <laughs> that he's going to yeah. get. But I, I, I'm all in on him. I, you know what? Pull it. Bring in Sue, too. Forget it. You know, we got we still have some cap space. We can work. You know, you can as cap as Ash always says. The salary cap is a social construct. They can make something work, but they need to do something. They need to do something to help. Yeah, I don't think Sue's going to cost you a lot for a couple games anyway, so it won't be that much. And maybe he wants to chance. You're probably looking at one to one and a half mil a game. Yeah. Or he'll just stay home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? And, And he might get a chance to beat on Philadelphia. I mean... To be fair, that might be kind of he might. That's, he's the kind of guy that might actually enjoy that taking getting a shot at the team he used to play for last yep. year that didn't win him the Super Bowl they were supposed to. He would also love. Do to we know anything about uh, Mc, Lee McNeil's injury? Is he hurt bad or is it? We don't know yet, eh? Nobody said anything. He said basically it looked like one thing on the field, but then afterwards they were looking at it and it looked like something that wasn't as bad. But he didn't want to get into any specifics about that because they haven't been able to test anything yet. Yeah. I got message inside and I think I, the message I got was before his second piece of information he got. They were just really hoping Ragnow wasn't a season ender. I haven't heard anything on McNeil yet. Um, oh, was that on Ragnow? Yeah. No, no. It was, he just asked about McNeil, but the one that uh, Campbell was talking about was oh. uh, the first bit. Yeah, of that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. For some reason in my head, that was about McNeil. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, so we know I, nothing about <laughs> ignore everything I just said. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. That's, so any, anyway, do you think there's anything we could do to improve the pass rush? I mean, obviously, it's we can sign guys off their coaches. But that other than that, is, the scheme wise, do you think there's anything we could do? I think that's all we have nope. is scheme. I, I think that's all <laughs> we have is the ability to scheme something because we are <laughs> stuck with the talent we got. I don't know what well, it is. The thing. Like, but we're not running, you know, like there, there were a lot of bends and twists and stunts that they were running kind of in the middle of last year as they were getting the defense figured out. They started doing more of that stuff. And that's why John Kaminsky still here is because he was so useful on that. They're not doing any of that right now, like almost never. And I think that's the one thing that they haven't really looked at too much that uh, that could fix things. Maybe we could send some defensive backs on blitz because they don't seem to be able to cover anybody anyways. What do we got to lose? (laughs) (laughs) Every time they do that, there's a deep connection. True. (laughs) That's that's the thing. Our defensive backs are literally like they are terrible blitzers. 
That's one and all. Yeah. They do an absolutely abysmal job. They do not sell out to get to the quarterback. They basically run into a blocker. That's that's what our DBs do when they blitz. And that's Branch. That's like Tracy. That's that's everybody this year. I do not know what's going on with the coaching of how to deal with blockers, but it seems to be slow down a whole bunch and try to juke them out. <laughs> and by the time you do that, the ball's out. It, so you might as well have not even sent the guy. Um, is it true that uh, Campbell lost the green dot after the beginning of that game? Or I, AJ I said before the game sure, that they like, were going to swap it like out. To me, he wasn't calling the plays later in the game. Yeah, they, they were going to swap it out. And I think it caused some problems because early in the game, I think it was the third play of the game, somewhere on there, Barnes had it. And yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't hear shit. I can't hear what's going on. Like, And I was like, oh, F, they don't have a play. And then. I don't know if it was a fumble or an interception. Something something happened on that play that I was like, don't ever call the plays again. No one listen to Aaron Glenn. <laughs> was that the one where AG called the uh, wide receiver decides to not catch the perfect pass and Branch picks it off one-handed play? Because he's called that twice this year. <laughs> That's a good play. He should really call that more. Yep. That would Dial be that up more. Yeah. Um, uh, but Dr. yeah, Jimmy like Liao, I just want to really quick. Uh, he's got something out on yeah. Aleem, uh, right leg, third quarter, likely a knee or lower thigh contusion. Returned with a soft brace, but it was aggravated in the fourth. Lots of ice tonight, should be fine. And then Ragnow, he said, video is benign, but missed the rest of the game, which is worrisome. Post game reports suggest he likely dodged a major injury, ACL, PCL. So we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Poor guys. All right. Well, I'll let you guys go then. You guys have. Give somebody else a chance. All right. Thanks for, thanks for taking my call. Bye. All right, brother. Have a good one. <laughs> we have the most considerate listeners. We really do. And well, here so I am laughing at the poor official with a 90 degree break in his leg. And, and we've got these guys that are so kind and wonderful. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I channel, I am their channel for terribleness. Uh, Charles Harris <laughs> thought he would be good. Yeah. He had his flash and flash and disappear, I guess. Um, that's kind of where that was. He had his last. Hey, caller. Yeah, that's- uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ash. Hey, this is. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, caller. Hey, this is Luke from Toledo. I have been a listener since 2015. Listen to probably about 90% of your podcasts. I still miss around the division drop. <laughs> Just wanted to say, um, we all would have loved some more help with the defensive uh, end, but we got to trust Brad because we went from a below average defense to a just an okay defense. Um, I just wanted to see what your guys' thoughts on how to fix that next year. Draft some Draft. people <laughs> and sign some people. <laughs> Uh, like I really very much doubt that they're going to go after somebody who costs like $25 million a year as a free agent. That just doesn't seem like the Brad Holmes way to do this. Uh, if they do go for a name, it'll probably be a pass rusher. That's, that's my belief on that one because this draft has like, it does have some pass rush talent, but it doesn't have a lot of fix the problem next year kind of pass rush talent. And we're not drafting high enough to get that if it exists anyway. Uh, so, I mean, they're going to sign some guys. Like if nothing else for competition, because you sign the guys before you know that you're going to who you have, who you can draft basically. So you're going to probably see a lot of things kind of like the Mosley signing 
If that makes sense, where it's somebody who, you know, look, look for guys who were kind of playing well and then got hurt. And that's why their price tag is kind of low. And they're just looking for an opportunity to come in and maybe not get hurt and play 16 games, 17 games and rebuild it so they can go in and make a whole bunch of money the year after or sign here either way. Uh, Cause that, that is a thing that the lions do is when someone comes in on a, a one year, you know, show me deal and they show us, they get a contract uh, sometimes to the lion's detriment. Like in the case of Charles Harris and uh, Romeo Okwara, who are right now, you know, Okwara got a sack today, but I, th- I think that might be his second of the year for a salary cap hit. Actually, he took a pay cut. I don't remember what his hit actually is right now, but more, you know, when you're paying 4 million a sack, for two guys on your roster and those guys are not getting <laughs> 10 or 11 of them. That's kind of problematic, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So what are the chances of us getting Max Crosby next year? Zero. <laughs> not even going to pull a punch on that. All of the names that you really, really, really want aren't going to be available. That's just a fact of free agency. Those guys get tagged. Those guys get signed and traded like, or like tag and trade, you know, it's the really, really good players don't make it to free agency because teams know they can get something for them. And that's the thing is you're dealing with a bunch of billionaires. They know that if you have an asset that's worth something, you don't just give it away. Yep. So bargain, bargain deals and free agency. Yeah. Like we will, like if there's a guy who gets like 12 to 16 million a year and is a, eight or nine sack guy a year. Like I, I would have prior to sweat having a whole bunch of sacks this season before the trade deadline, that would have been my poster boy for the Brad Holmes free agent contract guy, because it's, you know, between seven and nine sacks a year <laughs> as the other guy pass rush, like literally exactly what we need went to the Chicago bears. But that doesn't mean I think we should have spent a second round pick on him and then also paid him $25 million a year. You know what I mean? But if, if he hadn't had the year that made him worth that this year, that's a guy, that kind of guy is the the sort of thing I think they'd probably do on the other edge. And at corner, I suspect it'll be Sutton-ish things again, uh, because again, Jerry Jacobs is not that bad. So they'll bring in somebody to compete with him, most likely. And I think a sneaky spot where they might end up bringing another guy in is safety, uh, because I don't know that CJ Gardner-Johnson is going to be back. And Tracy will be on the last year of his deal. And um, Tracy hasn't been great this year. And he has a $12 million cap hit next year, uh, which only five of that they can get out of. But that's still a really big cap hit for like a okay safety. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 So that's, that's kind of where they're at. Like, I don't think they'll cut him because you don't get better by cutting players who should be playing in the league. Right. You know, we're not where we used to be. Like that would be the Quinian thing would be to cut Tracy Walker and then sign a guy who's worse Half is good. for more yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is why great players don't hit free agency like that. Or it's yeah, very, very, exactly. Rare, right. You just don't yep. cut those kind of guys or lose those kind no. of guys. Um, all right. All right. Well, oh, thank you, Ash. Um, I always know what you mean. Chris, thanks <laughs> for all these years. You're an awesome host. Thank you, man. Um, we need Case back for a guest spot. He was back at I the same food. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Go, I, I'll, I'll have to put that up. I have to put that one up. Go ahead, Ash. I used to say, you know what I'm saying all the time. And that just kind of 
became a thing. So like, apparently I switched it at some point. Do you, to, do you know what I mean? Because I'm a teacher and I'm talking to 15 year olds and I need verbal confirmation from them that they have understood what I've said. <laughs> huh? <laughs> All right. And I think a lot of Lions fans need verbal confirmation that they heard what you said. Yeah. You know with that? You guys have a great evening. Thank you, brother. Dying for visual. As someone who has to right talk now. to Lion fans all the time, I guarantee most of, not most, some of them don't. <laughs> hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, good afternoon from the Ozarks. Hey, Brandon, hey. how you doing, man? Uh, I'm well. I'm doing good now. Yeah, <laughs> not not so much during that game. My my goodness. It was, I, it was a, it was a sweaty one, man. It was, it was, it was a good one to kind of just sit back alone quietly in the room and just yeah. watch. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's not, a, that wasn't well, a game to be having a bunch of friends over for. That's yeah. That, 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 and the quiet in the room is always just uh, destroyed by what that. <laughs> Uh, so, so we got the the Niners up fourteen to six at the half, which is everything we don't want. Yep. <laughs> it's not everything we don't uh, want, but maybe it's the beginning of the end for the Eagles. I uh, well, you never know. You still got a few games left, but I, I'm checking out the Browns and Rams game, and it's even up with two minutes to go at ten. Mm-hmm. So here's here's a few things i've got and I, i'm getting a little bit of chatter back so i'll just go ahead and go through what i have here uh you guys have been talking about cornerbacks i wonder if they just simply resign you know cg and e-man be done with it i mean they lost both those guys and they were supposed to be on the field for starters anyway uh, so that's two uh, as far as an edge is concerned, I can see them getting two new guys, one in the draft and one uh, in free agency, maybe an unheralded one that does real good, according to Brad Holmes and his analytics. That'd be uh, nice. The defense needs something because they gave up third and long five times. I mean, really? Third and double digits, third and 17, third and 12, third and 18, third and this, third and that. <laughs> and, and Bruce Irvin's penalty was one where they gave up to vend the pass to Olave right there, practically on the one yard line. Yep. Um, and then the, so the prosecution, though, the defense did come up with turnovers, not just a fumble, but a turnover on downs to me is a turnover, just yep. like a, a interception or a fumble, because you still got the ball back regardless. Yep. Uh, so I always look at it that way. Uh, the Vikings are off, so we gained a half a game. And if we do wind up with the two seed, that would be really good because then we're facing either the Vikes, Rams, or Green Bay coming to our house. Uh, and then we would maybe get the uh, San Francisco at home rather than the other way around. So that's what we really want. And by the way, you know, I've always been talking about the, the great running back duo we had there, there with uh, Billy Sims and Dexter Bussey. Yep, yep. Well, these two guys passed them. Oh, they, had that stat, they had that stat earlier in the game. They they said they, they have now crossed the threshold to the point where uh, they're tied with uh, <laughs> the duo of whoever it was back in the 30s. <laughs> 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 Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's all they ever did was run the ball. Yeah. So, and they did it, but they did it in 12 uh, games too. 
which is it's it's not because yeah. a lot of this like like they were putting uh Keith Jackson and uh Laporta's stats up there and there's like yeah Laporta's on track to do like five more or four more than Keith Jackson did as a as a as a uh, tight end I'm like yes in how many more games right I mean that's that's the yeah. they they. It, it's kind of tough. I mean, and I guess stat inflation is, is fun because then you can say I broke records, but still, yep. um, this one is why they do it. Yeah. This is, this one is, is really good because they're doing it in 12 games. So that's uh, credit to right. show just how good Gibbs and Monty are. Okay. Two next, next two games, the next two games. I'll go ahead and get out of here at Chicago. Let's sweep them. And then we have Denver coming in. And we will sweep the AFC West. So two divisions we would have swept. So let's go, guys. Take care. Bye. All right. Thank you. There. All right. I like the cut of that man's jib. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, <laughs> hit one more. We'll hit one more here. Hey, caller, what's your name and what do you got for us today? Ah, this is Jack from Seven Mile. I went to my first Lions game probably back in like 1972, third deck at Tiger Stadium, drinking hot cocoa with my dad. Then we go to the Lindell AC afterward. And if you are a Lions fan and you're not excited about this season, there's something really wrong because we've only been out of one game this whole year. Campbell inherited a team that was underwater with the salary cap, no talent. Maybe they're one of the best offenses in football. And they've rebuilt the roster so fast. It's like, how can you not just enjoy this? Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I, 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 I'm going to go, I'm going to point right to one thing today that people need to do to, to, to help enjoy that. And that's that JMO play. And I want you to watch it at full speed and watch. He's still in the backfield, but when he makes the turn upfield, just how fast he accelerates and just how fast he winds up going. My guy is shot out of a cannon there. It's incredible, man. I mean, he just, have you ever been on those roller coasters that don't, they don't like go with a chain up the thing where they're like the, the electromagnet launches you up. It's like instantly at full speed. That's what he was like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Boom. Like, holy crazy, crazy. Just go watch that, man. Yeah. That'll make you a happy, There are happy 31 kid. defensive coordinators scared to death of facing the Lions every week because yep. they've got more weapons than any other team in the NFL on offense. Yep. And you can't build offense and defense at the same time and have them both be excellent within three years. It's just Nobody not going to happen. So we fill the holes. We do the best we can and just root the guys on to make plays and just have a great run. And our window's just opening in Philadelphia and San Francisco. They're closing with their salary cap and their big contracts. So... We're just getting there, man. Yeah. We've got if look, if if Holmes keeps this up, the way he and Dinsner are running this team, I I don't see what closes the window if they just stay this course. Um Yeah. That's why you do the draft and develop method. Yes, yeah. because if you just keep drafting and developing, the window never closes. And that's why the Patriots were always so good is because they would just because we are going to hemorrhage free agents at some point. You know what I mean? You can't keep everybody if you keep having this level of success in the draft. So you have to just keep doing it. Hawkinson's a prime example of, of yeah. what of, of that dra- uh, draft develop, move on. Hawkinson is a prime example. Look, we got Laporta. Does anybody miss Hawkinson right now? 
Absolutely not. I don't. Right. And that's, that's, that's the model. There's a couple of key players you're going to have to keep and, and, and lock onto like a quarterback. Those guys are effectively irreplaceable. You, you're really lucky to get another one. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. (laughs) See, the saints got three of them and none of them are that good. (laughs) I just, I, I just, and ultimately go ahead, man to be a team where you're going to have vets who are six, seven, eight years, they get released, and they're going to take a lower contract at a shot at a ring with the Lions. We're going to be able to fill these voids. You yep. watch, we're going to get some big defensive help in the offseason with guys that want to go win a ring. And That's what we're set up for. The one piece that remains to be seen uh, for this formula to really work is it's great when you have the second overall pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with number 32? What are you going to do with number 28? What are you going to do with another, right? I mean, it's it's how do you build the team with now these later picks? And can yep. you still do it? Now, The what we've seen in the lower rounds of the draft, seems like we probably can. Seems like Holmes yep. can find the guys, but you're not going to be getting that blue chip, top tier, top 10 guys, talents that come out. So you have to work with a little bit something different. Well, that's the thing. They've hit on the guys that they've drafted in that range, though. So if they yep. just keep those blue chip guys and build a team around that, maybe get lucky. Because, I mean, if you look at the top 10 sack guys in the league, a lot of them were first rounders. They yeah. weren't all top 10 picks, you know, like six out of 10. Last time I looked were first round guys, but a lot of them were the back half of the first round. And then there's second round, third round, fifth round guys in there. You know what I mean? So, like, yep. if you get a few of those hits as well as just only getting a Sam Laporta when you draft 32nd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and depth okay. is what keeps you going throughout the season. You know, you don't need 22 pro bowlers to win a Super Bowl. You need a handful of those guys and a bunch of other guys that just do their job every week. And Holmes seems to be able to find those guys. And they can actually develop them for the first time. That's a huge difference for the Lions. They're actually developing talent rather than wasting it. Yeah. I think about... I forgot tight ends were allowed to run after the catch until we got Laporta. Or break tackles. Yeah. Like, what is this madness? Who does this? I thought they just None of our first round guys have had this capacity. <laughs> caught and, catch and fall. Catch and fall. That's the, that's the MO yep. there. But, huh. Or don't catch it. Yeah. We, we probably got nine guys on rookie contracts within their first three years that would start pretty much every team in the NFL. Think about that. That's yeah. going to be our core yeah. moving forward. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, anyway, right. you guys, just oh, thank you for having such rational, logical takes. It's, it's, it's the greatest show about the lines because everybody else is just, oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. And why didn't Holmes? You guys are like, guys, take a look at the big picture, man. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fantasy yep. football. It's the real world. Yep. So thanks. I really appreciate it. Appreciate that. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for calling. I've been told that I'm a condescending jerk for taking that stance. Well, (laughs) it's not the stance, Ash, actually. It's that I'm a condescending jerk. Okay. All right. (laughs) Good enough. Thank you for saying Uh, that for me. (laughs) Dude, I got to go. Yeah. Yep. We're going to wrap this up right now. Don't forget about us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Access to the Slack. If you donate as little as $5 a month to that Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at DET Lions podcast. DET Lions podcast. It's where... Well, Ash and me and everyone else cool hangs out pants free. Uh, follow us on Skype or give us a call on Skype. Detroit Lions podcast all in word or use that Lions line 248-782-8384. 248 
rub you fug. Also, be sure to go to Detroit Lions podcast, subscribe to the podcast because we pop into your ear holes automatically. That way, uh, don't forget to hit the like, subscribe, all those things. We appreciate you folks when you do that. I forgot to tell you, ask you folks to do that. Please, please hit those things and do those things. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, and no problem because we are your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.